So workflow is your customer journey. It is your customer journey from the moment your contact form comes through all the way through delivering your service, asking for a testimonial. It is every client touch point and every backend task that you have to do to complete a project. Being a mother is so life-giving and full of joy and happiness, but sometimes it can feel overwhelming with ongoing to-do lists, maintaining a household, and spending quality time with your family, all while trying to find time to take care of yourself. Not to mention you have these creative passions you want to pursue, like starting a business, but just don't know where to start or how you'll find the time. You get swept up in the everyday mundane tasks that it's hard to find happiness in the life that God has blessed you with. Can you relate? Hi, my name is Brienne. I'm a mama too, a military wife, and a faith-based entrepreneur helping busy moms find the balance as a mom and business owner. You can have the best of both worlds. You can be a mom and an entrepreneur, just like the Proverbs 31 woman. On this podcast, you can expect to hear candid conversations about faith, family, and business. With grace and faith and Jesus on your side, you can walk confidently as the woman God created you to be, even on the hardest of days. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the With Grace and Faith podcast. I am your host, Brianne. And on today's episode, friend, you are in for a treat. Today, I brought on my friend, Laura from Find Your Freedom Co. And she is going to be speaking on implementing workflows and systems into your business. Now, if you are unfamiliar of who Laura is, Laura is a brand photographer and business educator for purpose-driven entrepreneurs ready to uncover their magic and take their brand business and life to the next level with freedom and alignment. She educates the creative community on all things workflow, systems, productivity, and time management to help her clients and students run thriving businesses that don't require working around the clock. She's obsessed with fire pits, sweet wine, deep conversation, elephants, and showing off her horrible dance moves at any given moment. Laura is on a mission for entrepreneurs to schedule more date nights, brunch weekends, and vacations as a result of finding work-life balance while running a thriving business. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome on our guest, Laura Murphy. Hey, Laura. Hello. I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited to see you. How are you? I'm good. I'm chilling in my RV right now in Asheville, North Carolina, which is not home, but it is it is awesome. We're on the beginning of a three-month trip right now. That is so fantastic. So for those who don't know Miss Laura, she is literally the queen of systems and workflows. So how about you go ahead and tell my audience like a little bit about yourself and like your backstory? Like how did you even get into workflows and systems? Yes. So great question. Love this story. I've been a wedding photographer since 2013. So basically right out of college started my wedding photography business. And at the time I was also a full-time interior designer. So that's what I went to school for, interior architecture. I was doing that, um, I would like to say nine to five, but it was more like nine to midnight and sometimes sleep under my desk in the office and then also do weddings on the weekends. 
and quickly realized that I really wanted to be in the wedding world. So I had a transition job where I worked at a photo studio for, I think it was about nine months. So I quit the design job. I was like, let me get a little bit closer to the field I want to be in. So I was a photo editor for nine months at a commercial studio. So we photographed things for like Toys R Us and Ross stores and Christmas tree shops. So all like big box catalog stores. And I was the editor. So there were three people on the editing team. I knew I also had to edit all my own weddings too because this was the year that I shot 16 weddings and I think roughly around 60 portrait sessions and on top of a full-time editing job. So like my eyeballs were like ready to fall out of my head and I was so burnt out and I knew my boss was really, really supportive of my business, which was great. And my like direct manager was like, yeah, you know, if if you finish what you edit during the day for the studio and, you know, photographers aren't keeping up with sending you photos to edit, then just work on your wedding stuff while you're at work. And then maybe you won't have to stay up till 2am. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I was like, I need to figure out how to get as efficient as possible. And I streamlined all of my editing systems at work. I like learned Photoshop actions. I don't think I've actually told this version of the story, by the way. And so I like learned all these hacks and tips and efficiency tricks with Lightroom and Photoshop and all these things I had to use at work. And then I was editing like hundreds of photos an hour with all these new tips I taught myself and my boss was like how are you doing everything so fast I was like oh I just like created a system for it and there's like this keyboard workflow that I created and he was like oh okay cool so I was doing all my wedding edits at work but still probably doing that until 2 a.m most nights so at that time this is 2015 I was probably working between 80 to 100 hours a week wow um that's probably not uncommon for a lot of new entrepreneurs you just you get in hustle mode and you're like, okay, this is this is what I have to do. But it's not what you have to do. I know that now. And so eventually I burnt out like extremely hard. My boss actually called me into his office and he was like, you are a shell of the person that you were when you walked in here. You're burning the candle at both ends. Something's got to give. He's like, I don't know if you need my permission or not, but clearly your business is successful since you're working on it all the time. And if you need my permission, you have my permission to quit. And I was like, okay, apparently I needed your permission because I quit. So, um, so I gave my two weeks notice that was October 15th, 2015. So my last day was actually like Halloween. Um, and so ended in end of October, which if anybody listening is in the wedding industry, October is the biggest wedding season for most places in the country or at least in New Jersey. So I was coming off of like eight weddings that month. So of my 16 total, I think like eight were in October. So I left the job and I was like, oh my God, I have so much freedom. I'm going to have so much time. I'm going to have 40 more hours for my business. And it literally, I absorbed 40 hours. I didn't stop working any less because I had no system. Like everything was in my head. I didn't have a repeatable way of doing anything. So it was just like, whatever needs to get done today, I'll figure it out. And I had post-it notes everywhere and notebooks everywhere. And I still still love paper and pen. But I 
was just extremely scattered and unorganized. And so my mom sat me down and she was like, you need systems, you need workflows, you need a CRM, none of which I knew what she was talking about at the time, but my mom is the queen of organization. So this is, I guess, where where I get the gene from. And uh, I sat down at my dining room table, created my first workflow, which is literally just like a bunch of steps that I do for my photo processes. And I was like, okay, I could totally repeat this for every client. And then once I had that, I was like, all right, now what can I create templates for? Like what email templates am I sending all the time? And then it started like growing and elevating from there into this like really amazing client experience. And at that same point, I had just signed up for HoneyBook, which is the CRM that I use. And CRM stands for Client Relationship Management, if anybody is unfamiliar with that acronym. Um, So it's a software that you can like manage all of your client projects on. So Right around the same time I created my first workflow, I signed up for HoneyBook and then I input my workflow in and then I actually like knew what I was supposed to do every day for all my clients and I also had templates to send them and HoneyBook was like, hey, it's time to send this template because that's what a workflow does. It tells you when to send things and I, no joke, went from like 80 to 100 hours a week to 20 or less for my wedding. That is a huge difference. Yes. And so completely changed my entire life. You know, long story short, you know, fast forward eight years and here we are now as a a workflow expert. But the rock bottom for me, like I was so burnt out. I was ready to throw in the towel on my business. I was like, this is supposed to be a dream business and it has now taken over my life. And I cannot sustain this because my relationships were crumbling. Like with my husband, we weren't married yet, but I never made time to go on a date or hang out or have any quality time. And my friendships were just like, well, Laura always says she's too busy to hang out. So we're just going to stop inviting her. So lost a lot of friends, wasn't having a strong relationship with my husband at the time. And I was like, this is not what entrepreneurship was supposed to be or what I thought it was going to be. And I was just in this hole of burnout. That for me was the catalyst to change. And so I always say it's like the burnt out to balance story for me. And really just like being on the struggle bus to being streamlined. And now since we've done that, our like me and my husband are literally sitting in an RV in Asheville, North Carolina, traveling for the next three months. And we are able to do an insane amount of work and client work and our capacity is so high. So our, you know, our revenue has grown so much because I'm not capping myself at 15 weddings or 16 weddings because that was all I used to be able to handle. And my business has transitioned from not doing full-time wedding photography anymore and now doing full-time workflows. But it was such an eye-opener that when I could make my time work for me and learn how to make my business run efficiently, I could make A, more profit on just the initial bunch of projects I was doing, but B, I could also take on more work because I actually had time to execute the work. So not only did I go from like 80 to 100 hour weeks down to 20, but I my referrals went up by 1200%. 
because my client experience, like a workflow is basically a client experience. Um, so that was a really, really, really cool thing. And I believe that next year was my first six figure year. And we've gotten to the point where we've had like multi six in revenue and I still don't work 40 hours a week. I don't have kids yet. So I will like premise that like for all the mamas listening out there, you have a very difficult job and your time is so limited. And I really feel like I have been on this trajectory of trying to get my business so streamlined so that when we do start a family, I can still run the business in the limited time that I have once we do have kids. And so that's always been in the back of my mind too, of like, I know I'm the type of person who will always want to have my business on top of having a family. So I want it to be in a place where it's not running my life because I think that's easy to do when you run your own business. So Oh, it is a thousand percent. That is absolutely amazing. So literally from implementing your workflows and systems in place, you've literally been able to have so much more freedom to do the things that you actually want to do, like traveling the country Mm -hmm. and just having that quality time that you wouldn't compared to if you were spending like 80 hours, you know, in front of a screen. Yes. That is bananas. So like you got HoneyBook as your CRM and started inputting everything into it. Now, what was like your thought process going into it? Oh, love that question. Okay. So, um, so I have a process of how I create workflows. I call it I have a lot of names for it. I call it the Freedom Framework. I call it the 4S Framework. I call it the Struggle Bus to Streamline Framework. It's all the same thing. And I did not have this framework going into it. So I will tell you how the framework has adapted um, because at the time it was just like, write a checklist. That was my workflow. It was like, write a checklist of everything you do and then put it somewhere so that you can follow it every time. And HoneyBook, I think I was probably only using initially the invoice and contracts and contact form and they didn't even have a workflow tool when they first when I first got on HoneyBook so I have my workflow literally like on a piece of paper then I got Trello I put it in there but it wasn't automated so once I put it in HoneyBook that was like when things were a game changer so workflow is basically a really techie nerdy way of saying your customer journey It is your customer journey from the moment your contact form comes through all the way through delivering your service, asking for a testimonial. It is every client touch point and every back end task that you have to do to complete a project. Are you a mama struggling with anxiety? Do you ever have those moments where you are totally fine, but out of nowhere you have sudden thoughts of shame, not feeling loved or feeling like a failure? If so, mama, you are not alone. These intrusive thoughts are a lie from the enemy. That is why I created this freebie for you. Replacing lies with his truth, Bible verses for the struggling mama. This free 10-page PDF is jam-packed with Bible verses to reference back to when you're having those intrusive thoughts like anxiety, shame, feeling like a failure, regret, and so much more. You can find rest and comfort by clinging on to God's word. To grab your free copy, make sure to head to the link in the description of this episode or go to brianholtzman.com slash Bibleverse. Again, the link is in the description of this episode or go to brianholtzman.com slash Bibleverse. Now back to the show. 
So we have an analogy on our team. We say, if you were to go to a Broadway show, there are all these things that the audience is seeing. So there's center stage is like the actual act that you are paying for. And then there's front of house, which is buying your popcorn and the person who's showing you to your seat and the marquee sign and all of that. And then there's all of the backstage things that are happening, the lighting and the tech and the orchestra and all of that. And so all of those things have to happen in tandem for center stage to happen, for the play to happen, for the show to happen. And so it's the same thing with any business, any service, any product. There is always client-facing things, so like the front of house things that have to happen, and then there's all these backstage things that have to happen. So for me in photography, I had to cull, I had to edit, I had to blog, post on social media, do all of those things, but I also really wanted a good client experience. So those are the front of house things is your client experience. How is somebody experiencing your business? And so I started developing a proactive client experience, so I was like, I want people to know that they should have an unplugged ceremony and not allow their guests to have phones and iPads in the aisle. I want people to do a first look with their partner because it makes the wedding day less stressful. And so I started building all of these things into my client communication proactively instead of leaving the client in the dark and being like, I don't know how to plan a wedding. So I started building all of that. So the workflow is basically the entire client experience, the whole customer journey, including what you do in order to deliver center stage, so to speak. Um, So that was the first thing I did was map out what is the roadmap? What is the entire roadmap from when they inquire all the way to the end? And once I had that, I actually still have the piece of paper. I don't have it in the RV with me, but it's at home in my closet, in my office. It's the piece of paper, my first workflow. And so once I had the entire roadmap, I went through with colored highlighters because I love color coding things. And I started highlighting what can be made into a template. So what's an email template that I need to write? Do I need to create a questionnaire? Do I need to create a contract template? So I started highlighting, like, let's just call it yellow. I highlighted any step in this roadmap yellow that I could create a template for. And then with a different color, I said, okay, from this, what can I outsource? What does not have to be Laura doing it? And then again, from this, what can be completely automated? So if it if there's a template, can I automate that template to go out to the client without me even saying like time to go out or do I need to approve it? So it was just like kind of like tagging things, tagging every step of do I need to do this manually? Can somebody else do it? Can I templatize it? And so then I had this like giant highlighted checklist, so to speak. And I was like, all right, well, now I have like 25 email templates that I need to create a template for. So that was my phase two of this whole process. And I probably spent four months like writing all the emails and welcome guides and questionnaires and my contracts. Well, I didn't write my contracts, but getting contracts from lawyers and all of that. And so I created an entire template library. So that was my phase two. And then at that point, I actually had something that I could put into HoneyBook because HoneyBook on its own 
is not going to do much unless you put ingredients into it. So if a workflow, you know, I use the Broadway analogy, but a workflow is also a recipe. So if you were to cook dinner and you have, you know, step one, turn the oven on, step two, put the chicken in or whatever. (laughs) Clearly I don't cook that much. Um, So you have this recipe. You also have all the ingredients that need to come together to make the recipe. So you have your grocery list and all that stuff. And so your emails and your questionnaires and your contracts become all of the ingredients to build the recipe. And so once I had the ingredients written in stage two, then I could put them in HoneyBook. So that was stage three. And then HoneyBook tells you, it's this like magical universe where HoneyBook tells you what to do every single day for every single project in your pipeline because your workflow was created to say a week before the wedding, send a check and email to the client. And so HoneyBook will tell you a week before the wedding, hey, it's time to send this email to the client. So that is the moment that my life started changing because like, you know, checklist was a really good place to start on a piece of paper and having some email templates in a Google Doc was also like, okay, we have something. But then when you put it all together and you put it into a system that's giving you an exact to-do list every single day, then your brain does not have to think about what needs to be done in order to run your business. And so that is when all of the time savings start happening. So that was like my whole journey to getting it all done and saving all the time. I love that. And I just love seeing how like your brain works, how you went from this to this to this in order to get that, Mm -hmm. you know? Now, if a mom wanted to go ahead and start implementing systems and workflows into her business, like what would that look like to start off? Mm-hmm. So I would start off with the roadmap. So the roadmap is going to be the workflow. So she should literally say, okay, if somebody were to contact me through the contact form on my website, what happens next? And typically I would say you're either sending an autoresponder with business hours. So I would definitely recommend moms do this. Um, since your business hours are limited, send an autoresponder that goes out automatically when the contact form comes through that says, hey, these are my business hours. I'll be at my desk, <laughs> hopefully pending nap times um, at this time. So it's just telling the person I received your email and I will get back to you as soon as I'm at my desk. So it's just kind of giving them parameters of when they can expect to hear from you. So that's usually what I would say the first thing would be. But basically at every point in this roadmap, this workflow, we're saying, okay, what happens next currently or what do I want to happen next? So a workflow really for any like service-based business, I'm getting really nerdy. I apologize. Um, but a workflow has five phases. So there's the inquiry section, which is when you're actually trying to get the sale. And then there's booking, which is when you're getting signed and paid. And then onboarding service execution, which is when you're actually doing all the things. So you're photographing the people, you're editing or, you know, whatever somebody's business is. Um, this, this applies to literally any service or product-based business. And then you have offboarding, which is when you're asking for a testimonial, sending a feedback survey, sending a thank you gift, stuff like that. So 
basically, you're just going to be asking yourself a series of questions of what do I want to happen in the inquiry process? Do I want that autoresponder up? Do I want to send pricing to them right away? Do I want to have a consultation with them? Do I want to send them follow-up emails if I don't hear from them? If I have a consult and they don't decide to book right away, do I want to follow up with them after that? How many times do I want to follow up? So you're just basically asking yourself a whole series of questions to develop a roadmap for your entire client experience. And this can literally be on a piece of paper, like pen to paper saying step one, this is what I want to happen. And then step two, I want this to happen next. Step three, I want this to happen. So that is where I would start is just getting everything out of your brain onto a piece of paper. I love that. That is fantastic. Now let's go ahead and talk about your new business. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Sure, sure. Thanks. Um, so for the last five years, I've owned a domain of findyourfreedomco.com and it just launched on February 7th. So it has been a labor of love for a really, 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 really long time, five years. And it is all about helping business owners and creative entrepreneurs, most specifically, so photographers and planners and florists and coaches and all of that. Um, small business owners find freedom in every area of their life. So time is definitely our bread and butter, but we have plans to start integrating financial education as well. It might not necessarily be from me. I mean, there's a lot of things that I could teach on it, but we want to bring in other experts to help people ultimately find time, financial, creative, and lifestyle freedom. So we're providing tools, services, and resources in order for people to do that. So right now we have just one little track going on. So I already have like a five-year map of what will be like launched on this new site and new business. But right now we offer one-on-one services to set up workflows and systems and HoneyBook accounts for people to really just help them take back their time. That is our ultimate goal. We have so many clients who are new moms or expecting moms or moms of three kids. And they're just like, I want to run my business, but I also want to have a life and be a present mom. And so Our goal is to help people do that with workflows and systems and run a business that doesn't require them to be on all the time. So that is the main thing that we're offering right now, but we're getting ready to launch a group program. So if people don't want to work one-on-one or don't have the budget for one-on-one, we'll have a group program that I'm going to be guiding people through how to do it themselves. And then we're also launching a shop at the end of May that'll have workflow and systems bundles for different types of creatives. So it'll come with all of our email templates, all the questionnaires, the step-by-step workflow to literally plop right into HoneyBook. Um, so that's kind of the, the plan right now. And then eventually we'll have retreats again. So Brianna and I are lucky that we got to meet at one of my retreats four years ago. I think we were saying that before. Um, and so eventually I really, really want to bring that back because i absolutely love in-person experiences so that'll come down the road too but we really just want that was so much fun and what's amazing too is I'm still connecting with the girls from that retreat and still talk to them from this day um like 
Oh, it's so much fun. I think Shayna, her and I talk all the time. So it's just fantastic. Um, but absolutely beautiful. Thank you so, so, so much, Laura, for coming on the podcast. Literally, this conversation has been so fruitful. And I cannot wait to see moms go ahead and use like your tips and tricks and advice to go ahead and use that for their own businesses. So before we head off, do you want to go ahead and tell people where they can find and connect with you? Sure. So on Instagram, that'll probably, not that I post a lot, but it will at least direct you to all the right places. So we have Find Your Freedom Co. on Instagram and then also at Laurelly Creative on Instagram. And websites are the same. So lauraleecreative.com and findyourfreedomco.com. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Laura, so much. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the With Grace and Faith podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are out. If you loved today's episode, leave a five-star review or share it with a friend. Better yet, screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at Brian Holtzman so I can personally thank you for tuning in. The more you share the podcast, the more we can bring on awesome guests. Praying blessings over you, your family, and your business. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.